Valentine's Day, boys. And uh, it's hard not to think of those that are less fortunate than the rest of us. Or people who don't want to be in relationships. People who never had a chance. Happy Valentine's Day! How happy is Katie Fick? John Wick? Stupid what? Katie Vick? (laughs) Believe me, it wasn't my idea. It's kind of like one more nail in Katie Vick's coffin. And speaking of nailing Katie Vick... We gotta Poor old Katie Vick. Many ways in one. I just, I was considering clearing my internet history after searching Katie Vick clips. That's so that's like, probably fair. <laughs> I mean, there's just the Benoit thing, and then there's Katie Vick. I mean, <laughs> oh poor old. At Katie. least you didn't do a Valentine's thing about the Benoit thing. In fairness, no. <laughs> God. That's for Father's Day. That is very sick. <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy. Oh, going to hell. <laughs> going to hell. You sure are. Oh, boys, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Greg Valentine Day. <laughs> happy Greg Valentine Day. How are you? Ah, yeah. Grancher. Grancher. Have you, have you got any... This week is over. Oh, I know. Have you got any... Um, Anything to, to possibly celebrate with, or like if we possibly did this? A libation, puff of all. Oh, lovely. Oh, Nicholas, get in there. Time it, you have to do the timing. Oh. <laughs> Please indulge. Oh. Boys, life, tell me. Tell me tales of life. Ah. Great. You're the one usually has the tales life. Ah, we, we, we have the boring lives, you know, we go to work, we come home. <laughs> you're, you're missing a vital part of that at the moment. Or am I? Oh. <gasps> oh. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Talk later. Um, but yeah, I did have an incident there earlier. And <gasps> I told Kira about it there. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Why is everything always wrong with you? Here we go. <laughs> so I was walking through the square and my hip is a bit sore. And then I got it halfway to, okay, yeah, old man, the cold yeah. weather hurts my hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I got it. I don't know why. I've never had a sore hip before. Anyways, so uh, walking through the square and I all of a sudden had this massive shooting pain down my thighs and around my hip. And it was very apparent that I either had to sit down very quickly or I was going to fall over. I literally couldn't support my own weight. I don't know what happened to me. I I was like, did I stand on a nail in both of my feet and I'm going into shock or something? I don't know what. I literally couldn't stand. I sat down on one of the walls there, got my arse and my jeans soaked. um, Just had to sit down. Could not walk. Had to wait there for three or four minutes. I don't know why, and I've been literally grand, sound as a pound right after it. Mm. 
Don't know. Don't know. I, I, I feel, yeah, me and hips don't go well. No. The don't hips do not lie. Hip dysplasia for most of my life. It turns out, nope, it's arthritis. Oh, Early Lord. onset arthritis. So, yeah. Yes. I'm not the oldest person here anymore. <laughs> Old man, Nicky. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> oh, Lord. Fitz, how's your body holding up? Not well. I can't eat much foods lately. Doctor has me on a stringent diet. Of? Uh, not wheat. Not wheat? Yeah. How are you supposed to have bread? Sure, wheat's lovely. Wheat's lovely. Take a fistful yeah. of it and bring it in your pocket. <laughs> uh, it feels like I have a, a little balloon in my intestines for the last two weeks, and that's been quite uncomfortable. So, you know, trying to fix that is not fun. So you're, 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 saying you're on the same diet as my dog. Yes. <laughs> Except for I don't put out for treats. <laughs> I'm sure you roll uh, over if you get a good one. Like. <laughs> uh, breaking news. Breaking oh. news. Oh. Manchester City banned from the Champions League for two seasons by UEFA. What? Well, way to keep up with current affairs there. Yeah, we posted this in the group chat like an, an hour ago. I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? Drug, drug policy or? Ah. And also missing drug tests and their little warm weather trips to Barcelona to their doctor. That is hilarious. Barcelona. Can you kick them out now and just put like Leicester into it or something for the laugh? <laughs> Stoke. Give it to Stoke. Uh, well, couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of cunts. <laughs> really? Liverpool? Ah, mm. uh, to be fair, they've earned their money. Mm. City didn't. To be fair, they built up some. They've built up revenue, Liverpool. You can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at them being utter, utter cunts. I hope they all, all, all of them have serious injuries by the end of the season, <laughs> and nobody wins. And people are so upset by it that they call off the league. That this never happened whatsoever. Do you know, you know what's funny though? Like one of my oldest mates from back home is a City fan, like an actual City fan, born and reared in Manchester. Like family went to school with the Gallaghers, that sort of Manchester City wow. fan. He's been there to dark times. I was friends with him when he went there in Division Two. I remember going to the pub and watching games when we were like seventeen, and you know, City were getting trashed by Norwich. That's how bad they were. No, he's come full circle here. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like they actually might sell up, or you know, that the money might leave him soon. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something weird going on there at the minute. I think. Oh no, not Man City! <laughs> After all the time they spent building up their revenue and getting their club in order, mm-hmm. it wasn't like it. They can't just click your fingers and make a team Champions League club overnight. Fits it's not possible without no, insane investment. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking sickened. Poor Man City. What are they going to do? All those fans that fill the stadium every week. Oh, where are they going to go, Fitz? All of them. All 60,000 of them. And they always dressed up like empty seats. Always dressed up. It's Halloween every week in the Etihad. Colour coordination. Yeah. On fleek. On fleek. I mean, Gordo says it all the time. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. His shout out to Mean Girls. Yeah. On Saturdays, they wear blue and dress like seats. You know, these are facts. A great bunch of fans, yeah, apart from the actual similar, ones. Very similar to the Arsenal fans, who oh. you know, go to the game and put uh, duct tape over their mouths to stay quiet because they don't want to make a noise. <laughs> Is this a library? I love that chant. This <laughs> <laughs> just Japanese wrestling fans. Just Arsenal exactly. and Japanese wrestling fans have a, a very strong crossover. 
Segway. Yeah. Speaking of Japanese wrestling wrestlers, um, <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the reports are that, as we talked about a while ago, it's a good time to do it. Uh, Yushin Thunder Liger going into the Hall of Fame this year, alongside Ooh. his contemporaries, the Bella Twins. Get the, get the music ready. Get the music ready. But I mean, we're talking about, about Liger first, but you think we should go straight to it? It's in the segment. Let's just get it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it's it. It's time for Bella Brains. So they're in the Hall of Fame. Esteemed wrestlers. You know, Killer Kowalski. Lads like that. Donald <laughs> Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. And then the Bella Twins. Is Snoop in the Hall of Fame? He probably is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, sure, he went in the year I was there. <laughs> <laughs> he wrapped Sasha Mr. Banks we out got to the Mr. ring. Mr. T talking about his mama. Oh, God, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was so good. Kane had to come out. Poor old Kane. I felt terrible. Kira, you watched that with me. Do you remember the time Mr. T got into the WWE Hall of Fame and kept talking about his mama? Yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah, real good times. Yeah, she watched the whole Hall of Fame ceremony with there. She must have fancied me back then. She wanted to impress me by staying awake. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> They're well and truly gone, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Do you, yeah, do you guys follow the Twitter account Gorilla Position? Yes. That's the talk sport. Or former no. talk sport thing. Maybe former talk sport. I'm not too sure. Mm. But I met them when I was on uh, assignment over there in Orlando. And I got talking to them. Like, normal, nice guys. Like, And they were asking, they were interviewing and asking good questions. I thought they weren't as marky as other, you know, reported marks. <coughs> Ryan Satin. Uh, cunt but um, I've been following them lately and they've turned into the biggest stands for WWE like if you look really? at their Twitter feed they are triumphing the fact the Bellas are going into the Hall of Fame I, just, I get what people say what they've done I get that and it's all subjective but it's weird if Christian doesn't isn't where's where's it on this year Florida they need to just get this over with and put Christian mm. in the Hall of Fame because people yeah. are not going to shut now, up about it. The reason I brought this up, Steve, was the first reply, I was going to send it on to you, but I said I'd save it for the pod. The first nice. reply that Steve will 1,000, 1 million percent agree with should not happen until Miss Elizabeth is there first. Fact. That woman <laughs> is a saint and she needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. She loved him. She loved him all along. Like... <laughs> Now, a there's moment. a Valentine's love story you can get behind. Do, 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 do. Even Bobby Heenan cried. Yeah. You can hear it in his voice. Bobby Heenan cried. What a great moment. Here we are. But, the Bellas are in before. I, I, don't, I think you're forgetting that she wished she died in the, in the womb. Oh. Like, there's a better moment. Oh, if you want to talk Hall of Fame moments, that moment. Oh, do you know the way to do it? Like a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck oh. are they going to do for the Bellas? <laughs> Bocce and booby, you can do. Yeah, <laughs> you can do. The time she nearly ended Liv Morgan's career with a simple kick. Slash that life. was that was, slash life ended Liv Morgan's life with a simple kick. Just a montage of those dives that she tried, that Brie tried to do. Oh, she came oh those dives! Oh, it was like breeze. Did they actually? Do you remember when she kept doing them and then she all of a sudden just stopped? It was like somebody <laughs> finally told her, "Stop <laughs> diving out of the ring. You weigh hundred and four pounds. You're going to die." But um, what else? Yeah, is, it, beca- is it just Liger's in? That's cool. But before we go, are they just there because they're both pregnant at the same time, and that's going to be the Hall of Fame thing? Am I crazy here? 
Are they, they're, they where are they from? They're from Arizona, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. they're from Arizona. So, so Diego, what's the Florida? In, they live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Shout out to Scottsdale, Arizona resident Rory Monaghan in the chat. Mm-hmm. What up, homeboy? <laughs> um, something like that, whatever cool people say. I mean, things, they always put a woman in every year, at least one anyway. And who else is there right now? Miss Elizabeth. Um, Miss Elizabeth. Us, yeah, that's just the one that's no going to run and run. Who goes who's <laughs> who goes in first? Like Miss Elizabeth, she the way she died it wasn't she was a drug addict, but a lot of them were drug addicts. Like there's nothing controversial about the way she died compared to others, you know? So I don't get why they're winning. People that have died of overdoses, have they put any people in that have died of overdoses? I'm trying to think. China? Eddie Guerrero. Eddie died afterwards. It wasn't like, you know, while using it was as a result of Mm-hmm. It was heart failure years later. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't you know direct died of an overdose. Wasn't it? Wasn't a story that he died with like a toothbrush in his mouth or something? Like he was brushing his teeth when he had a heart attack. Yeah. Or something ridiculous. Now that could be bullshit I read online or whatever. But died of an overdose. I mean, this. I mean, where do you start? Did <laughs> <laughs> I just heart? Yeah, I get what you're saying in terms of heart problems because of it. Is Lex Luger in the Hall of Fame? No, I don't think so. Well, he well he was there that night. He's the one that called the cops. So, if I remember, if I remember the story correctly, she died on his couch. Hmm. If I'm not crazy, I'll delete this out. I'll edit this out if I'm wrong. But I think that's what happened. <laughs> um, if Luger's allegedly, it, allegedly. I'm surprised, Lu- surprised Luger wouldn't be in there. Um, After his turn, but, I'd say Vince not a big fan. No. Okay, this the first Google I do of. Uh, Apparently there was rumours Luger was going to be in 2012, but according to Ringside News, oh. uh, <laughs> Lex Luger will not be inducted into the 2012 Hall of Fame because of uh, his involvement with the tragic death of Miss Elizabeth. Ooh, that's a big luck, all right. And the cost of the Lex Express. We've set Vince back about 30 grand. <laughs> <that> back, like. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an interesting one. And then his own heart that will run and run until your yeah. one finally cops mm-hmm. onto herself. Or kicks the bucket. Who knows? Surely, do they have kids? I'm sure they have kids. Owen so. was in the, Owen so. was in his thirties, wasn't he? Late thirties when he died. Surely they had kids. Surely eventually they'll come to the stage where they're like, you know, want oh, my dad in the Hall of Fame. But anyway, Liger. Cool. Yeah, I had to like yeah. it for Liger. Yeah, like I mean, I know he's gonna be fun. I mean, he had his WCW run, so I'm guessing that's the mate base most of their qualifying for mm-hmm. but the thing is they haven't they have introduced or inducted people from Japan before that had never come anywhere near WWE so yeah I, I hope they keep doing this because it's good it embraces that it's you know more of a wrestling community overall yeah. not just WWE mm. or nothing did they put Inoki into the legacy hall of fame or into the real hall of fame it's probably the real one I, think I can't remember the real one yeah so hopefully this isn't going to be the shitty legacy hall of fame like they put Luna yeah. Vachon into I think it's the real one to do with Liger. None of this is confirmed, by the way. This is just reports. Until we find out, as first reported by ESPN next Monday, when they tell us who it is. But um, yeah, yeah, Liger deserves to be in there. He had a speech Ah, yeah. uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so I'm assuming Liger, but it'd be an outrage if he didn't. I mean, he had that match with, with Tyler Breeze at TakeOver. I mean, that was enough for me. Deal <laughs> <laughs> deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the WCW run and everything. He had to. He. It's a good year to do it. On his world tour, it's a shame they didn't do it last year because he probably had already announced the two years. Like the Rolling Stones, this is definitely the last time I'm doing a tour. <laughs> and the Rolling Stones just announced another tour. 
But anyway, what else is going on in the world? Christian should go in. Yeah. Who else is from Florida? Into the that rock. kind of area. The Rock. They're they're do the Rock this one. year. That that one's being yeah. saved. Rock and Taker are are big ones that they'll just have in the back pocket as big names. Well, yeah. Who's the big name for this year? Oh. Who's, been, who's been announced so far? Is NWO? They'll probably go in last. But they went in last year, did they? No, no it was the X last year. year. NWO have already been announced. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what they do. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, Hulk Hogan is on uh, SmackDown tonight. What? Yep. Oh, Hulkster. That's gearing up for the Saudi show, isn't it? Yep. They better not waste time on Hulk Hogan tonight when we could be at the restaurant with Otis and Mandy. Because <laughs> that's all we want to see. Okay? Yes, that's sir. all the only reason we're watching. And Killer Cross put a tweet out today telling people to watch SmackDown tonight. Mm. Which I found most interesting considering there was the rumour going around that he's been fast-tracked to the main roster because of his age. How old is he? He's in his mid-30s, I think. What? Yeah. Fairly sure. And I think that was part of his deal. That was, you know how sometimes there's a lot of smoke and eventually there's fire. Um, that he, only reason he was, what put in there? Gordo's done something, has he? Yeah. Not see that here? No. It's the Andrade photo that he posted earlier today. Oh my God. Oh, for fuck's sake. Dolph Ziggler's having a great time. <laughs> Set the oh scene, Steve. Set the scene. So, um, do you know what? Kira, will you help me out with something for a second? I need you to... You're good with words. Come over Say what you see. No, you just say what you see. I know you're tired, but... Um, so I want you to... Uh, this is Andrade Cien Almas, and he's posted this on his Instagram. What are your thoughts on this event? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see her face right now, but it's priceless. <laughs> is that a dog? I'm confused. So his his girlfriend well, is um, is Charlotte, is Ric Flair's daughter. Fiance. She she hap- oh fiance. She happens to be blonde. Ric Flair is going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that. That is so I, trashy. I, I think Rick would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> he is a classy, classy man. Classy, classy man. So for some reason, Charlotte is falling asleep across the crotch of Andrade. He's put that up on thing. Uh, Valentine's Day. There's nothing else to read into this. <laughs> nothing else to read into this. It's just a wholesome picture. Couple just falling asleep in each other's crotches. You know, it's all good. Do <laughs> you? We need to talk about this later then. Uh, anyway, what else is going on in the world? Oh, Mania is in the this new super mega stadium in LA. Next year, yeah. So do we do Rock Brock in Los Angeles? Mm. We finally get that. And then in the night before. Yeah, you could do. Two days before, however long it's on. You could do. I mean, the, the next step for Brock even is to make him a current working Hall of Famer. I mean, how else? Like, what else do you do with Brock? Mm, fair I point. think you could do that with him. Um, they have 100,000 100, seats to fill. And remember, they advertised The Rock for AT&T that time as well. Mm. So, I saw his last match against Eric Rowan. Good times. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think probably The Rock next year. LA, Hollywood, The Rock. <gasps> Hollywood Rock. Oh, yes Hollywood Rock please. let's do that please <laughs> is the rock uh, is it beneath him now to come out on Raw playing guitar and boot and just taking the piss out of the fans 
in his weird little Austin jacket and full leather <laughs> pants. Great days. Uh, did you see the rumor as well of what's happening at Mania this year? Oh, yes, with the taker. Mm. Tell them tales. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker, apparently, is the rumor for this year. Oh, veins. That could be so good. Or it could be terrible. <laughs> I, th- I, I think in the former, because AJ Styles can carry that. Mm-hmm. And he, it, to be fair, Taker's gotten infinitely better since he's had the ops. Uh, and when he's in there with someone who can work, like when he was there with Roman in the tag match, you know, you can, you can get 15 minutes out of him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not against this. I, I When I saw it first, I was against it because, you know, do we really need another Taker match? Do we really need another match at Mania? But, yeah, I'm agreeing. Veins. I don't think I'll ever get sick of The Undertaker being at a show. Yeah. But long matches, I don't know. I think the squash match against Cena was kind of perfect. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> you were but there. it could have been longer. Hey. I mean, you hated it. Because the, cause Cena got squashed, is it, or and it was over so fast? Or? Yeah, like you'd built this up for months, and then that was it. That was the payoff. Mm. Get fucked. Bend over and rectally inspect yourself, you <laughs> miserable cunt. <laughs> what the fuck? And we have our Twitter video. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that mania set me off so bad. Hmm. It was such a great setting in New Orleans. And I think that was either just before or just after fucking Charlotte beat Nazca, which fucking oh, really yeah. triggered me. So then just, I think I was probably deterred from that. Yeah, it was, because remember, Charlotte had to run away because John Cena was coming down to the ring. Oh, yeah. 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 So I was so yeah. angry with that. <laughs> so many people were angry with that. Fuck, fuck Charlotte. Well, no, Andrade's doing that. Um, <laughs> TBD. Um, what else is going on in the world? Any other news? Meltzer and fucking Cornette. Did we talk about that last week? I think Seems really, like it's been... Yeah. This has been going on for a while. I can't yeah. remember. That could be in every week in Paris. What's the update this week anyway? I know the last time we were talking about, you know, Kenny being triggered and, you know, you were 8,000% in Kenny's corner that he's the best Mm -hmm. in the world at everything that he does. What happened this week or what's the progression? Because I haven't really been following him too much. Um, Something, I can't remember, dude. Cornette. I like Cornette. (laughs) But there's so many, he has so many things going on at once. It's hard to keep up all all of his feuds. Um, he's wrong. We said it last week. He's wrong about Kenny. He's completely and utterly wrong about Kenny. And this bullshit about and I agree with Cornette on a lot of stuff, but this bullshit about him. He's too expressive. What's he call him? Harpo, Harpo Marx or something or Kenny Olivier? He's too expressive. He's all these facial jazz expressions hands. and the jazz hands. You're like, dude, look at Hulk Hogan. He was the best in the mm. world at that. <laughs> all the faces he used to make. That's surely that's part of the gig. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe most people don't do it nowadays and maybe Kenny stands out for that, I don't know but he's wrong, it's the one thing I'll disagree with him on, oh and um, fucking Alvarez and Orange Cassidy, I wanted to bring this up (laughs) they had a match and I said it on Twitter, I don't think he can ever be taken seriously for criticising psychology again because he had a match, match with Orange Cassidy. I need to see the full match. Like, yeah, you need yeah. No, I get that, but I mean, I've seen Orange Cassidy matches. There's a lot have of... you <laughs> Yeah, of course Did I you have. see his match with Be Cool in OTT? I got through a few minutes of it because I was using Nikki's login and I skipped through the match because I couldn't do it. Did you I watch... Had, I did... 
Did you watch when he hulked out and actually did the raps? Yeah, I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was <laughs> That's super. The thing, right? And I will be the first to admit that I didn't get Orange Cassidy because, to be fair, you really have to look into him to get him. It's on definitely the a live character. I think it comes across more yeah. live than it does. On Probably, TV. yeah. But you know, when he hulks out and actually does do the graps, highly entertaining. And because he has that contrast with the whole lethargic character that you see on screen most weeks, that's where I get the value from him. Now, to take him seriously as a world champion, absolutely not. No. But I, I want to see that whole match with Alvarez just to get a full picture of how, of how it all went down. Um, notwithstanding the fact that Alvarez is obviously a, a moronic idiot anyway, but <laughs> I, I just want to see that match anyway. What happened to these guys? What happened to Meltzer and Alvarez of the last year? I want year? more money. <laughs> What's more money? God <laughs> damn it, guys. Could it be any more naked at this stage? It's funny. Um, oh, did we talk about the, the Nightmare Collective last week? Finishing up. Because yeah. he had they brandied an interview with Wrestling Observer this week to explain it. And this brought up more of these stories that the elite boys have had a bit of a falling out. I didn't it get seems that. to it seems to appear every so often that there's the elite lads or have there's this uh, they're having arguments backstage. The story that is going around Twitter anyway, from people in the know or not whatever. Twitter. Not Twitter, is that um Kenny Omega pulled it. That he didn't want he didn't want this thing on the show anymore. He, but, I mean, Cody's his wife, or his husband. The Bucks probably sat on the fence. And then it comes down to Tony, I guess. But apparently Kenny Omega was one that was like, this is fucking terrible and it's wasting time on the TV show. Kenny's over the women and you're tying up three of the women in this. Mm-hmm. It Makes sense. Elsewhere. In not this yeah. angle. <laughs> yeah. But once again, I'll never... Anyone that tells me you're too harsh on AEW, blah, blah, blah keep complaining because they change things if something is terrible and and it's universally agreed like the nightmare collective everyone agreed it was absolutely awful they changed it so fair play to them mm-hmm. whereas if this was wwe would have this for another nine months this and baron corbin baron, yeah you'd have baron corbin leading the group as a way to spice things up yeah. yep. you people <laughs> oh you people promos to beat the band until eventually they're on superstars or whatever it's called main event Ironically enough. <laughs> what else? I don't know what else there is in the world. This Are we week. going to take a, a moment to appreciate our new Ra overlords? Oh, yes. Election. Fitz, you've been, awful, you've been awful quiet now. And you're wearing a black shirt, not a blue shirt. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, you missed the fun election chat we were going to have last week. We, we had all planned now. Gordo was mad going on you. Was <laughs> <laughs> that when I logged in? <laughs> Fitz is here, quick. Call him every name under the sun. Report <laughs> the baby. Pat- patchy coverage on the way down to tips, though, was. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Was, uh, oh, I, I'm still in shock about it. Mm. Like, you look it's a at, huge seed change, isn't it? It's, it's, you, it's if you look at Galway, shift. The, the one thing I was saying to the lads before we came on is like, how can a woman fail to get a council seat in Galway and then get elected to the Dáil within 14 months? Can we set it up for our um, mostly American audience then? Uh, the Irish general elections were last week. And also shout out to our friends in the Maldives who were huge for us last week for some reason. <laughs> they were our second biggest country. I don't think Restepa. they've ever listened to us before. Restekpa. Restekpa. Sorry, Fitz, carry on. So put it into context, I suppose. You know, you've got your um, 
I, I can't even think of American politics right now. My head's going blank. But effectively, your your local person who fixes your potholes and deals with housing lists and all this sort of stuff, she couldn't get elected to that, but could get elected to a national parliament. It it, it logically it makes no sense, and it's not just for like Sinn Fein, the the Nationalist Republican Party. This would be out out of the ordinary or unusual for any party for someone to fail at such a local level but succeed at such a national level. That's and why I think the person was... if it's the person you're talk about talking about, um she is a colleague of ours, Fitz, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, she I don't know if you were there at the time, but she would have sat in a seat not too far from where we used to sit. Get fucked. Swear to God, and that's why she left. She went to go join Sinn Fein. Jeez, True story. Give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz has gone the complete one. Fitz has turned heel. He's joined the RA. <laughs> but well, it's mad. Like, like I, I, I said to Steve earlier, Fitz as well. Though, like the people, what people vote for in the national for the national elections is they're voting for the party. They're voting to try and get a particular party in government. Whereas local elections, you want a person local that's going to look at, the, like you said, the potholes and stuff like that. Completely different prospect for both things. I don't. Mm. I, I I see what you're saying, and I I very much agree that that's what what happened here, but I don't personally agree with that view because you know you still have to have faith in the person behind the party that you're voting for, you know. Like if you're in Waterford and you're you're voting for a guy who's literally openly uh, celebrating a terrorist organization, you know. My God, Fitz. As soon as you're talking about it, I think Jordan has just put an amazing chat in there to sum up what you're talking about. I don't know if you can see it. Oh my god. Read it out. So, to quote our dearly departed Jordan, uh, the Sinn Féin rep in his neck of the woods went on holidays during the election and came back and got elected. (laughs) So that just goes to show that it didn't matter who you were, what you were, what name you had, as long as you had Sinn Féin beside your name, you were getting voted. Or if you were any left party. They want change. Change. I don't know if they want change. I think that it was a protest vote. To no, more so than anything it's no, too big for it's too big for a protest vote yeah. it, I think it's people who are going listen you've had your chance you know people weren't happy uh, before we go any further on this how in the sweet baby Jesus did Fianna fall the people who ruined the country 10 years ago or 12 years ago how do they get more seats than anybody else during this so called protest vote or this seat have, change in younger voters they have very good grassroots they oh. genuinely do they they you, you look around got good uh, management of multiple candidates in areas and the grey vote uh, depending you know they did quite well in areas that you, you wouldn't associate them with I don't think the Sinn Féin vote is going to hold that strong you know two years down the line unless they um, somehow end up in opposition which would be very weird if they end up in opposition they could win a fucking overall majority next time around like, just with you, way it will work out. But well, mm. both both Fina Gale and Fina Fallon said they're not going in with Sinn Fein, so it's either they're going to be opposition or they're going to be another election. And but here's what they're all I, so I close seat wise, though, aren't they? Fitz, you know way more about this than me. Maybe Nikki does too. I'm not too sure. Um, they're so close in votes or in mm. seats, seat numbers. Fina Fall of the most, Sinn Fein second, and then Fina Gale 38, behind. 37, 35, yeah. yeah. So, how the hell did they form a government here? That's where I was going to ask you guys because uh, I'm I'm very much involved in politics, so I, I would have a, a fairly working knowledge of the doll, how you set up a majority, all this sort of stuff. I'll open up to you and say, do you see a reason why 
Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil would go into government with Sinn Féin, do you think it's unreasonable that they don't? It's kind of the way Michael Martin said after, uh, sorry to all our American listeners here, we're probably boring the fuck out of these, by the way. Yeah, just sk- <laughs> skip, skip 15 minutes if you're listening back to this. But he said after, basically after he, he realised what the fuck's after happening for this election, and he was saying that it's kind of, they kind of have to honour the will of the people, and the will of the people mm-hmm. here must change, and a Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil coalition isn't change. That's Which the only way I could see them doing, okay, fair enough, we'll give them something, we'll go in with, in with the change that they're looking for. Which is honourable, to be fair. But Sinn Féin... He's taking are, the vaccines, but you know. <laughs> no, that's it. Sinn Féin wants to talk to everybody because they need somebody with them to go into power, effectively. Fianna Fáil and Bo said that they weren't going to go into Sinn Féin. And I'm asking you, do you think that that's right for Fianna Fáil or Fianna to say that they don't want to go in with power with Sinn Féin? I think that Fine Gael hung themselves with that video because they might have to walk that back. Everyone saw that as a really bad idea when they posted that video. We will never... Which and one? What's your man's... Oh, the no, We no. will never yeah, go into... Yeah. And Simon Harris absolutely sending it with his accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that was silly. Um, no, see, the reason, because it kind of excludes them a little. Sinn Féin have pulled off a political media mastermind within the last, eight, last five months, I would say. Logically, there is absolutely no reason why Fine Gael and Sinn Féin would ever go into coalition together. Excluding the history of, you know, the rag, excluding the history of the blue shirts, or whatever you want to talk. Fundamentally, their policies are completely different. You know, Sinn Féin want to abolish property tax. Fine Gael don't. You know, there's a lot of different things that literally are not compatible. And if you mm-hmm. put them together, someone's going to have to compromise. And compromise is not good for either of them. And then you yeah. say, well, okay, Fine Gael lost seats last time, but they still got 35 seats. And those people got elected on the promise that they weren't going to go into power with Sinn Féin. Similarly, Sinn Féin, you know, they voted for Sinn Féin because they didn't like Fine Gael. So how would the supporters of each party respond if they went into power together? It's, a, it's actually fascinating when you sit back and look mm. at it. But Sinn Féin have pulled a masterstroke here. And if they got their way, they should go for another election straight oh, away. 100%. Double 100% the and they, yeah, 100%. Run more candidates. And that's they'd, all, that's they'd walk the, in. Otherwise, they, if they had ran more for this one, they would have got the majority they needed. Yeah, the country would be back to being bankrupt and like it was in 2009 within two years. We don't know that. We do. I think... Th- 100% do we? That, we do. That's, that's your blue shirt talking there, David. <laughs> <laughs> Every economist has looked at their manifesto and said it's not possible to do. There's not enough money for it. Do you know what, Fitz? There's 13 billion euros resting in somebody's account <laughs> that could be used to fund a lot of this. And I lost all respect for Fine Gael when they wouldn't take that money. I understand why they were like, oh, maybe some companies will leave. Say Apple leave. How many people work in Apple? Thousands. In Cork? Thousands, like three, four thousand. The there's there's many thousands employed are employed either directly or indirectly by Apple. Okay, so um, under Apple Employ, you pay all of those people a year's wages. Done redundancy. You can have a year's wages. That's going to leave you still quite a lot of billions left. Take the fucking money. It wasn't the case of you know just taking no, the money. No, uh, it's uh, very uh, simple. Take no, the no, money. No, no, the no, European could just take the money. <laughs> We need it, Fitz. We need it. We need it for cans. We need it for chippers and cans. We don't need the money. What if we run out of cans? The result is other companies leaving. That's the problem. 13 billion might be a drop in the ocean by compared to what we'd lose if we did take it. Mm -hmm. That's true. And that's the the core principle of why I disagree with Sinn Féin on policy. They want to tax the rich. If you tax the rich, the the money's just going to move. 
you know, if you well, look at Bono, for example, mm-hmm. he doesn't fucking pay tax here anyway. He pays it off in tax, Holland tax Bono. or somewhere else. Oh, wait, no, 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 don't, don't give him tax breaks because he might start making fucking music again. <laughs> and then, <laughs> we can't have that. Uh, we can't so have anyway. money. We can't have Bono looking for money because he might start, might start fucking trying to have a career again, and we can't have it. <laughs> so let them descript. Uh, what other shite Irish bands are there, Kira? On top of the script, the cores. And people, the cores. Who else is around there? The Coronas. Oh, the fucking Coronas. Oh, give the, give them the first billion and let them fuck <laughs> off. <and> just go. <laughs> the rest of them. <laughs> ah, stop. Yeah. So uh, the first for American, we'll, we'll call it a cool yeah we'll call it a cool ten billion because the first three billion is spent on Apple employees and shite Irish bands. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> to put into context for the American listeners, then I'll leave it at this. It's like if you had to form a government with Republicans and Democrats together and oh, ask them to boy. coincide. That's exactly what the Irish public are expecting the two of the three largest parties in Ireland to do. And, and yeah, they're, and they're surprised that it's not happening. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, (laughs) this is going to be a long... But correct me if I'm wrong, Fitz. A hundred years since Sinn Féin have been a majority? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. They probably were back when the Dáil was first formed in the 20s, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is a huge, huge difference. Fine Gael slash Fianna Fáil have been in power one way or the other or together for around a hundred years. So people are like, you know what? Fuck it. Give them a chance. And I'm kind of in that boat a little bit as well. I know that it's risky. I know, I know it is. I know it is, but... I don't know. I don't know. It's so, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to say. To I don't know. You know more than me on this, Fitz. I don't know. What, the, what's your the one, call on the, the one thing I'd look at it, right? And if you, if you actually take a step back and you look at Ireland where it is in 2020 right now, where it was in 2009, and even comparatively to the rest of Europe and the world, we're not in a bad position. Yeah, we're and not in a great position here, though. Mm. In what way? Homelessness. homelessness. How many people are living uh, on the housing? Dude, you walk around Dublin. Kira, how many homeless people did you see in Dublin yesterday? Put a number on it. Four. Four. <laughs> where were you? <laughs> in where? Dunleary. In Dunleary. Okay. The you weren't point, in town. The point, okay. I'm, <laughs> the point I'm making regards homelessness is the only people who are living on the streets right now are the people who want to live on the streets. If you oh, are, if just, just just oh, go fits, to Finnegale and be the Taoiseach, will yeah. you? Jesus! <laughs> no, I'm, look, that's the, that's part of the problem with this conversation is here, oh. <laughs> homelessness isn't a homeless crisis per se. It's people who just can't oh, afford. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> look, this is the Sinn Féin. Dig up, right stupid! <laughs> Dig up! <laughs> Dig up! Your children might need wine someday. You're taking the piss, right? No. I'm not. He's not. That's the thing. He's no, not. let him off. Look, we'll never stop some, someone from speaking. If that's your opinion, go for it. No, and the reason I'm saying this is because there are so many state-run and state-funded organizations out there that will literally take people in, give them a bed, find them a temporary accommodation, that if you wanted to have a home, have a bed, have a roof over your head, there are so many facilities out there for it to happen. And if you're not doing that, it's because it's a choice of yours not to do that. There are I literally guess... organizations going around in vans and cars and buses going around and literally meeting these people, taking them in where they can, and they still leave these organizations. I guess what we're talking about, when you, you say homelessness, we're probably thinking of the man on the street sleeping rough. 
Yeah, it's more people who have lost their house and are living in hotels and stuff mm. like that. That's a all the whole the catch all thing, but yeah, that's that's where I was trying to go for before. I was yeah, like, really interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By us laughing at you, exactly. <laughs> now, the fact that people are leaving, you losing their houses, absolutely. That's that is a problem. No one would ever deny that. That's a problem. Look at Gordo. Sorry, Fitz. I'm really sorry for jumping across you. Look at the chat. She's to consult the Army Council. And if the American listeners uh, Google IRA and Sinn Féin, and that's why there is such controversy around her. Mm. One last thing, I'll let you go back to it. It's something I completely forgot to mention. Did a lot of the Fianna Fáil votes come from people who, because I was similar in this poll, I didn't really want to vote for Sinn Féin. I definitely didn't want to vote for Fine Gael. And I was left with one option, and I definitely didn't want to fucking vote for Fianna Fáil. Did a lot of people vote for Fianna Fáil? Yeah, but I mean, you were like, that's a wasted vote. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so in some ways. Um, do a lot of people just think, I'm not voting for Fine Gael because I'm angry at Fine Gael and I want change. I don't um, want to vote for Sinn Féin because the neighbours might find out I'm a shinner and I'm in the IRA. Or And then they went, fuck it, I'll vote for Fianna Fáil, fuck it. Forgetting what had happened to their children who live in uh, Australia. No, the Fianna Fáil vote has always reasonably held strong. In 2011, they kind of converted over to Fine Gael just because you literally could not vote for Fianna Fáil back then. Yeah. And if you look you at the been shot. <laughs> it's like, if you look at the split of the vote now, the Fine Gael drop is made up of the Greens gain. There's a like that would be a transferable vote between the two because they're similarly kind of minded uh, demographics behind the two parties, I suppose. The Sinn Fein rise mainly came at the expense of independents and other left wing parties, to a degree from Fianna Fáil as well. But that's why it, it's hard to see how this is a consistent trend or how it would be replicated over time, uh, assuming that they don't make a shit of everything. Okay. So do you have a prediction then? For how things are going to go? For how things are going to go. And do you want Smooth Jimmy here? Oh, Jesus God, no. I, I, well, I'm not no locking this in. <laughs> there's no lock, no lock of the week. No, no, no. Um, I think the only way that this is going to get resolved without another election is for Fianna Fáil to oust Micheál Martin, have some sort of convention, and agree to go into some sort of coalition government with Sinn Féin. That's the only kind of end result I see. Fianna Fáil right now, under Micheál Martin, don't want that because, you know, Micheál Martin hates the thought of going into party with or going into power with the Shinners. Can't fall. And he banned smoking in pubs. The bollocks. That, that, that was his greatest achievement to Irish yeah. society right there. Yeah, that's where we should have just thrown him into the sea. <laughs> no, no, he was dead right. He was dead right. Have you been to like Portugal or Spain where oh, it lets you smoke in pubs? Unbelievably now, bad. I smoke. I smoke. And I can't smoke in a pub over there because mm. the smoke is terrible in the pubs. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Miho and Martin right now, he wants to try work up some sort of deal with Fine Gael. I would hate to see that happen because you'd get a, a bigger revolt. And Sinn Féin, as the lead opposition party, would be terrible for everybody. Cause and you'd you just... get 130 seats in the re-election. <laughs> People uh, will not be happy with that. The only, the only flip side of that is, by the time the next election will come around, the country will be in a hell of a lot better place. If we're building 20,000 houses let, a year right now... Let's, well, let's, let's bring the, the, the title of the podcast in here. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. The alleged... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's oh, you see, there's three of us all have kind of different ideas here, and I, oh man. Do, do, the one thing I would say, right? Any wonder? The one thing I would say, and I said it on Twitter there during the week, is that even if Sinn Fein go into government, whatever sort of coalition they end up doing, 
they're going to get a lot of credit for a lot of the policies that are starting to work right now from the existing government. Yep. Man, Gordo has a question for you if it's there. Okay. I'll sure. read it out to you and see how you react. Go for it. Should Leo should Leo stay in charge of the party? Not a joke question. There've been new, but there been murmurs about it, and even Paddy Coffee has said he felt betrayed by the party, and that they need to change leader and shift focus to grassroots. Yeah. For people, the Americans, Leo is Leo Varadkar, the leader of Fine Gael. Yeah, the prime minister of the country. Paddy Coffee got shafted a bit because he sided with Simon Coveney in the leaders' debate between Leo and Simon back in 2016 uh, and because of that Leo kind of had preferences for other people eh, that's politics you're going to get that in every party should he stand down he's not well received by the public but he has done a very good job since he took over as Taoiseach in 2016 2017 every other every stat you can look at about him has been good more money got into health service more houses have been built everything like that but he just has a demeanor about him that a lot of people don't like. Um, I sure, sure. He bought a house in his twenties, Fitz. He just had to borrow some sure, money from his parents. Yeah, anyone, anyone. That was retarded. <laughs> Do you know what? It, it was. It was absolutely retarded to say. But again, if you take you know, and I, I use this ironically, if you take politics out of it, what he said and what he did was absolutely perfectly fine, and I would love to see it again because he got a hundred percent mortgage as a doctor to buy a house in Dublin which makes absolute sense in the context of him being a doctor with a 100% mortgage but him saying that as a political leader in the midst of people unable to buy houses because there are no houses out there you just don't say stupid shit (laughs) but it's a mixture of a shortage there's a supply and demand issue and then there's the fact that the supply and demand issue affects people renting paying absolutely crazy rent which I've just joined the crew of Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to save money and it's Kira's looking at me like we're not spending a fortune every month to live in this house <laughs> buy me a dryer so my jeans don't have to sit in the living room drying okay <laughs> I want Leo Varadkar out my jeans need to be dry <laughs> well that's, that's that sums I'm up why people vote in jeans <laughs> yeah people's kitchens are filled with jeans that need to be dried because they can't afford dryers because everyone's houses are too small for dryers what's funny you touched on the core issue of this entire election was Jeans. supply and demand <laughs> it, it, <laughs> oh why didn't I think of this earlier sometimes I wish I could pause time so I could get the counterfeit <laughs> denim ring running out of my car hole sound effect right here <laughs> damn it <laughs> anyway sorry yes it's supply and demand it's simple as that once, yeah. the dem- once the supply comes in a lot of things get a lot better you know people are able to buy houses and the more people that buy houses, the more the rental market frees up, the more the rental market frees up, the rents should start going down a bit. You know, it, I don't think there's much more any other government could have done in the last four or five years to have changed where we are right now. Because you can't just flick your flick your switch as I click my hand, flick your fingers, and man, you got loads of houses. That's just not how it works. There was no construction industry in Ireland because everyone had left councils weren't building houses for 15 years long before the boom happened and before the bust happened it was literally just a case of there wasn't enough houses for the population that wanted them and it takes two three four five six seven years for that to change we didn't have any money to start it until 2015 fuck all we could have done and people still voted for Fianna Fáil 
Yep. Do you not do you not see how this makes no sense to me? I, <laughs> people didn't think for five seconds. Why are you voting for these people? Mm-hmm. They don't care about you. Anyway. Right, so um, grand week of wrestling talk there, yep. and uh, we'll talk to you next week. What's the what's the highlight of AEW this week? What's what's the thing I need to watch? Because I haven't seen AEW or NXT this week. Apologize. Next week I'll be back on track and I'll have seen everything. Um, the debut, I suppose. Yeah. Of one Jeff Cobb. Take us through it. It was a weird one, I suppose. I, we, I don't think I've ever seen a debut kind of like this where they announced it in advance of it happening. Yeah, I read they that, that they were a backstage or something. Yeah. They, they announced it for next week and then it happened on the yeah. show. Yeah. I don't. I didn't hate it. It was just different. You know, you're programmed to. Oh my God, what's Jeff Cobb doing in the Impact Zone? But you know, they announced that our newest recruit to the Inner Circle will be here next week, and he'll give you a tour of the islands. Ah, it's Jeff Cobb. Way! Oh my God, we're going to see Jeff Cobb next week. They beat down Moxley after the match, and oh my God, Jeff Cobb's here right now. Ah, look at him. It was. It was cool. I liked it. I'm not going to lie. AEW rocked this week. Oh yeah, it was a great show this week. Like, be, he- I heard that. Like the Santana promo, the the women's title match was great. Mm-hmm. The preposterous. I know, right? I know. The open <laughs> the opening tag match followed all tag rules. <laughs> They're listening. They're finally listening. <laughs> Even Britt um, Baker wasn't as sucky as Britt Baker normally sucks. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and the cr- the crowd went nuts for the announcement of Dustin Rhodes versus Jake Hager. That gets yeah. it was just a good show. Finally, Jake Hager is doing a bit, big <laughs> hurt. Do a bit of wrestling. The big hurt. Um, so, w- what's the one thing I need to watch like immediately from AEW? Oh, I'd go with the, the tag match or the women's segment. Lol to both. The two things that really hurt the show for me. <laughs> that's amazing that they've turned those around. If you're if you're if you're if you're right about this, that's an amazing turnaround. That the first two things I should look out for is not the Cody Rhodes segment. It's the tag match and the women's match. There was no Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going to watch it then. <laughs> Hashtag Cody Christ. You subscribe to our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. I love those. Randy was on commentary for a match. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that was, was actually she re- hilarious. Was she really low on not speaking into the microphone? Again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There she is. But MJF had a match with. Uh, who was it again? Uh, Jungle Boy, it says on my script. Yes, 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 yes. And he shouted something up to the commentary booth, and JR got passionately defensive of Brandy. And I was like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> nice. He, he, grabbed he, was... cro- he grabbed his crotch and made a gestures at Brandy. Oh, yeah. It was sexual then. Yes. And Jr. was vintage Jr. in commentary. <laughs> nice. I gotta hear that then. Why Triple H? Just tell me why, you son of a bitch. Why? Yep. Good times. Yep. Good times. Such good shit. Um. Cool. So I'm looking forward to giving that a spin. I might actually. You know what? I probably won't. I'll just leave it till next week. I've read all about it now. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I'll watch the Jeff Cobb uh, debut. But yeah, I wonder how. Um, I wonder. If, I presume he's signed because they don't. They wouldn't take someone on a kind of a wing and a prayer like that. Yeah, I, 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 I googled it. Anyway, 
Yeah, I googled it. He was on a date, a per date deal in Ring of Honor from January on. So his contract ran out at the end of January or at the end of December or something. And from then he was dates. I was so. saying to Nick, as I, I was surprised that WWE didn't sign him up because he has the look and feel of a WWE guy. Mm. So I think this it's one like, is strike one for the the AEW guys after losing out on Killer Cross, possibly. That's the thing. Like, how many of these guys? Like, who I don't care who you are at this stage. How many more people do they fucking need? You know, it's yep. it's hurting the industry. I think in yep. some ways to have these guys just sat there doing nothing. You know, these great talents like Killer Cross and Eric Bugenhagen just sitting there, just doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one like that time where he danced with Kayla, you know, it's fine. Oh, what a hero. He got Kayla doing a guitar solo. The man is going to be huge, I'm telling you. Um, he just has to learn how to wrestle. I think he can wrestle. I don't know. I don't know. Elias, di- Elias didn't have to wrestle for nearly a year. Throw him up mm-hmm. to fuck. He can sports um, entertain. That's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Sports entertain me away. Fucking SmackDown could do with some fucking sports entertainment. Throw Bugenhagen on there to fuck. Give him the whole two hours. Ah, sure, why not? Just guitar solo. <laughs> We're live. The 20,000 people here in the blah, blah, blah center. Here's Eric Bugenhagen. We'll talk to you later. Good times. <laughs> um, this Santana promo, I heard a lot of talking about this. Something about his dad going blind or something? Yeah. It was, yeah, so what they say his dad went blind when he was like... He was diagnosed at 14 that he uh, he was going to go blind and he lost his sight at 25 and that he was taken from him too soon. We're not too sure if he died uh, or they, not. They, but. JR mentioned in commentary he died uh, over New Year's. Ah. ah. So he was angry and like you could feel the visceral hate and the, the, the fear and anger in his voice of when he was talking about it. It you know It was one of those promos where you're like, damn, that was fucking real. Um, mm, and they're nice. they're always the best ones, you know. When you when you feel the realness coming through it, uh, and it was a pre-record as well. It was in the ring with Jr. before the in an empty arena, so it was very very good. Nice, I'll check that out too. I do love those. I you get so fed up with the monotonous you people promos in WWE. Like they're very hard to anything AEW do is always going to be better because they're not scripting them. Yeah. Like just shout shout into the microphone. Even that's better than you people. You don't understand. You should love me. I'm Seth Rollins. I'm the Monday Night Messiah. Oh, and as of Raw, uh, just to get everyone up to speed, Seth Rollins equals Monday Night Messiah. Britt Baker equals Dentist. You're up to speed. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I watched the first half an hour of Raw on Monday Night, or maybe an hour. They said Monday Night Messiah about five times in the first minute or two. Oh, what's going on? Breaking news. Manchester United have taken Man City's place in the Champions League. No. Aw. WWE set to lose Kathy Kelly after takeover Portland. Yeah, I put it in the chat earlier. Yeah. Rip. Queen Kathy, she's gone. She uh, she put a big post on on Twitter saying uh, saying she was leaving. Oh, I remember Dallas, me and Rory standing in line for takeover, and this vision of a woman, Kira, definitely Kira. I'm talking about Kira. Walks down <laughs> in a yellow dress, and we were like, holy shit. Oh, she's a right girl. I don't care what you say. Look up Kathy Kelly, WWE there, girl. Um, she walked down. We're like, who is this bird? Why are there 20,000 lads staring at her as she walks? Why are they all leaving the queue to follow her? She's that hot. And she's very good at her job, but also an like, extremely attractive woman. And it's sad to see her go. She has a personality. She just puts personality into like, the injuries. No? Yeah. It's not just the robotic, you know, dash about. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, she's excellent. Good. She's really good at Do you that. Reckon she's really, really good. She's leaving because she's getting overlooked for all these main roster gigs. Hmm. I wonder. I mean, she's better than most of them. Renee is the best of all of them, but she's too good for being the backstage thing. She's far... Mm. And not the TV show backstage, the backstage... Yeah. My guest at this time bullshit. I think Kayla and herself, I think, are the best too that they have. Yeah. And Ballbuster Chuck. Ah, yeah, Charlie Caruso. She's fucking brilliant. Mm. What about, yeah. uh, you know, generic backstage reporter number 56, though? The blonde one. The blonde one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> what is her name and why is Susan, she Susan, Sarah? Sarah, Sarah Schreiber. Schreiber. Yeah. Sarah Schreiber. Okay. She's, uh, she is vintage, my guest at this time. She is why Renee Young didn't want to do that anymore. Do you know what? <laughs> Renee Young is too good to be stuck in that job. They made a change there about maybe eight months or a year ago when all backstage reporters, when the camera cuts in, it was like, oh, and that was a good win there for Dolph Ziggler tonight. Anyway, moving on to my guest here. Blah, blah, blah. Every single time. Yeah. Why can't you just go, oh, and now I'm here with uh, my guest. You know, you have to reference what happened, and now you reference what's going on. They it's watch like, the product fits. They need, you know, they need to emphasize the <laughs> yeah. fact that they watch the product. I see. I'll put it to this way. If, if Moxley is to be believed, and Punk as well, and all the things I've talked about, it's to get past Vince. So imagine you do your job all week. And you're like, here's the script. Bang, I'm the head writer of Raw, or I'm the senior writer. Here's the script, Vince. You don't want to be stuck with little bits like that. They're going to write in the things that Vince will not even look at going, and my guess at this time is Dolph Ziggler. He'll just read straight past it. Mm. it I guess it saves them rewrites because Vince is such a psychopath. And it maybe takes their job down the rewrites down by just doing the same thing every week that they know he'll briefly look at and not criticize and move on from. I think that's the problem. But apparently he's not been there much at all lately in the last six weeks. The XFL. He might be there, but I'm sure he's still on the phone all Yeah. And yeah. Steve, I must give you credit. You made a prediction last week on uh, Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. I think one of them was that we'd have a video package to open up Raw this week. We had mm-hmm. a video package to open up Raw this week. And my other prediction was that Corbin would come out talking about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. And of course he did because they were in the Bay Area. Shout out 49ers. Shout out 6-9ers. Shout out all the rest of you, whoever you are. Shout out the Maldiver Niners. <laughs> <laughs> Maldiners. Maldiners. People who love to eat food in the Maldives. Can we take a minute to appreciate uh, Edge Terrible and at Matt job. Hardy? <laughs> oh, God. Edge and Matt Hardy. Mm. What happened there? That was a million. So Edge, or, not Edge and Matt Hardy. Um, Orton, Orton, Orton and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. I can word well. About Edge um, so Randy Orton came out and he started talking, you know, and then he was interrupted by Matt Hardy, who cut probably the best promo on Raw in years. They gave him talk. Time. Yeah, they gave him lots of time. Yep. Everyone thought that this was his goodbye, that, that he, this was the last time we were going to see him on Raw. He is scheduled uh, for a match on Raw against Randy Orton in an ODQ yeah. slash no holds barred match. No uh, holds barred. I need, I need you, pal. Yep. <laughs> so the plan was that that concerto was going to put him out, but they saw the reaction it had and they thought, ah, no, we'll fucking do that again. Things, a lot of the reaction was because we knew that was putting him out and that was it done. Mm-hmm. So yep. th- this is going to backfire. But anyway, you know. What? Backfire? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, sad. 
Well, I hope he doesn't sign a new deal. I honestly, broke a mat back in the Indies. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see that more than anything in the one. world. Yeah, I think he was teasing it in the latest episode of. If I don't know if anyone watches it, free the delete on Matt Hardy's video that. channel. Watch that all, yeah. So good. He po- every time he posts a video, he does a thing. I think I said it before. Um, it's called free the delete guts. Uh, get up to speed. So it does every episode all in a row mm. as a video after he posts a new three minute video. It's truly excellent. Um, but he started. He's teasing a new character, and uh, yeah, he's teasing also being the exalted one. Yeah, well, on AEW. On Twitter, he body posted like an E, then an X, then an H, yeah. and then he posted exhausted. I'm exhausted after all this. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, I hope Matt leaves. It, it he's too good to be there. Like I mean, I'm sure he can't go. It's not exactly he's going to like, he's not going to have a seven-star match with Okada at the fucking Tokyo Dome. But, I mean, his character is so good and he can do whatever needs to be done in the ring. And AEW is the perfect place for a character. Yep. And you've got another insanely creative mind. You've got Matt Hardy and you've got Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes backstage. All people who have been creatively stifled elsewhere that have great minds for this stuff Mm -hmm. and they're all together now. And they could get all these young guys over. Guys in their early 20s. And if he is the exalted one, you know, he could really, he'd be a dictator from that position. So he's not, he doesn't actually have to be wrestling every week so he can save the body now that he's a very old man. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows he probably needs to because that hip ain't looking good. You'd know all about that. <sighs> My poor hip. You very old man. <laughs> very old man. Um, NXT. Bit flat this week, from what I can tell on the yeah, intertubes. It was it was a go home show, and it felt like a go home show. You know the way the go home oh, shows aren't good anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, <no. laughs> like it wasn't a bad show, it just wasn't too much yeah. happened. Like, no. wasn't any angles from what I read or what I saw. There wasn't much in terms of oh shit. Yeah, can't wait till Sunday. No, no. Um, like they did some yeah. angles. Like they did the Velveteen Dream and uh, Roderick Strong build so like they did uh, Velveteen what what Velveteen Dream say to him on the basically big up more basically they actually referenced the tights that he was wearing last week oh with Marina Shafir on them yeah yeah uh, so yeah basically that's what Velveteen Dream's problem was all about was like you know if, if something happens to you Roderick it's okay someone's they gonna be here to look after Marina and you like set Roddy off you know that bit was good it's <laughs> all he needs Oh, so would it be better off if we just did predictions then? Yeah. yeah. For Portland, yeah? In the interest of time, I suppose. Mm. We've got a big, tasty pizza coming. Ooh. Big old tasty pizza. Um, Keith Lee against Dominic Dijakovic for the NXT North American Championship. I reckon Keith Lee's retaining this. He's only recently had it, and they love Keith Lee, and everyone loves Keith Lee, so keep it on him. Keep the push going. Yep, absolutely mm-hmm. fits. Yeah, as much as I want him to drop that belt so he can do bigger and better things, it would be a bit weird of his push to lose it right now. So yeah, I think he gets to keep it. It's a bit of a shame because Dijakovic needs a bit of a push as well, mm. and this might hurt him a little bit to lose. But I think he can eat this one. It, is this the rubber match? This is the third one, is it? Yeah. I'm mm. thinking there might be shenanigans possibly mm. then. I wonder does does because you remember the whole thing we had Dijakovic he'd do anything for a shot he'll do anything maybe he turns heel and he uses shady doings to get the job done and maybe Keatley's send Keatley up to fuck 
Send him up in the main roster. Things I reckon any changes like that aren't happening until after Mania. So you could have a mm. rematch of this at, at Takeover Mania weekend. Keep he wins it back if you do that way as well, or just or Billy Dijakovic over. I don't know. I I, I still think Keaton's winning this though. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's the same. True. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai against Tegan Knox street fight. Knox surely. Mm. She's been. She, Try it out more. That's the I question. Dakota. Really? Yeah. She seems to always get the upper hand, though, and the baby face has to kind of do something here. Not this week. Keep the people. Dakota Kai mm-hmm. got taken out by Tegan Knox after the match. Mm-hmm. And as we all know what happens, if you're yeah, on your back opposite. on the go-home show, you win the <laughs> yeah. main show. Yep. They're so predictable. I, uh, I, I reckon I reckon Kai as well. I think they're going to drag this out a bit longer because it's a good, like the story's good. No point. I, it's kind of a, it feels to be abrupt end at the end of the year. Do you remember when they pulled the trigger on this the Elimination Chamber oh, match? So good. Or War Games match, sorry, War Games. Good God. Mm. Yeah, this is a mania. This could if they do this right, this could legitimately main event the Mania weekend show if they build this properly. The, the crowd aren't story. as invested in it right now as I thought they would. Why? I think Why it, though? It's, is it because they're women? So good. <gasps> Fits. You know the word woman doesn't exist in NXT. Exactly. They're all champions. They're not men. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I take that back slightly, but it's true that, you know, men... Speaking of not men, we never mentioned Nyla Roseman in the uh, AEW. Oh, you transfer. Cancel him. Cancel him now. Cancel him. Cancelled. Touch, touch, please. Touch. Oh, well, that no. didn't work too well. <laughs> I just picked a random number. Abort. 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 Oh, baby. That'll do. Um, it's Adam Cole. This is on the list of Wikipedia. Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa for Goldie. Third from the top on my list on Wikipedia anyway. Uh, this is in order of being announced is what the order okay. matches are. Matches Perfect. Sure, we'll, we'll go with it. We've already said it. I reckon title change. Ooh, I think it's a standalone it. takeover too yeah I think he's uh, uh, the reason I do is I reckon this is the destruction of the Undisputed Era night you know where they yeah. all all lose their titles and it's the opposite of the you know all the gold that they had a while ago yeah, yeah. the prophecy is being unraveled yeah. I'll subscribe I'm gonna to go yeah I think Champa. I think too um, I wonder do they do they save it for Mania Weekend for the big fine you know Goldie and then they have his little girl come into the ring afterwards and Goldie and Goldie you know they could have many a moment type thing see you could build up another story with Champa and another match that's coming up later that I'm going to feed into this but uh, the Champa's like you've got enough time to build a new story for Mania Mm -hmm. get people invested in and Champa defend the title against someone and have that same moment Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing here yeah you do I like it too (laughs) Um, Fitz what you're saying Champa yeah I I think it's good to pull the trigger now and build a story through to Mania you could even go Gargano Champa at Mania weekend because we never got that match Hmm. We did get a lot of them, but we don't think. See, I'm thinking what me and Nikki are thinking here is Balor Champa. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I'm going for. I, I I would love to see that too. Uh, so let's. I think we all agree three in a row. Let's yeah. So let's do three in a row. So I'm saying Champa. I'm saying the Broser waits to beat the Undisputed Era for the titles, mm-hmm. and I'm saying Balor to beat Gargano. Exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. All feeds into each other. 
I yeah. think Brozoweights don't win the title though. I think Roddy dropped the title first. I think Cole's dropping this one. I think the tags are going to be the last one to fall separately. But when you have you, as over as the Brozoweights have been the last few weeks, the promos yeah. they've been cutting, they're on a roll. You don't want to sh- if you, if they lose this year, that's that team done. Like you're not going to continue this team if they lose this match. But they're not a team, Nick. But the promos. I know you haven't seen that XT uh, I've seen the promos on Twitter trust me oh they're fucking it's time it's time to board the plane (laughs) fucking amazing (laughs) now what you could do I'm just thinking out loud say we go with what Fitz is saying and the Undisputed Era retain the tag team titles you could have the prophecy as we're talking about the prophecy unraveling of all the gold and Undisputed Era so Fish and O'Reilly every time they have a tag title match the other two lads are panicking ringside they are doing everything they can do to mm-hmm. distract the ref they're taking turnbuckles away when the ref isn't looking they're doing anything they can to keep the titles on Fish and O'Reilly that could be fun yeah, for the next month and a half so you could do either way that, I actually you know if I'm booking it that's what I'm doing the two boys panicking about losing the last two titles because if the titles are gone what are the Undisputed Era Too and then fair. boom mega powers explode <laughs> you could do that and like you could have the Brozer Waits win at Mania you know have a bigger pop at the bigger show and you could have the UE retain here now be, with true nefarious means of you know shenanigans as as they're quite accustomed to mm-hmm. I'm okay it's a lot of fun you can do a lot of things with these there's options <laughs> yep mm. So we're, are we on saying Balor over Gargano? Yes. It, it seems like it should be. Yeah, it has to be. I can't see why it wouldn't. Like, cause it has to be. Balor hasn't had a proper, like he's had the odd matchup. He hasn't had a proper, this is his feud that he started as soon as he came in there. And mm-hmm. this is the payoff finally coming around to it. And it's still, he, he's still kind of been in limbo since he got moved back down. I say down, over, because it's, it's her no, brand now. No, no, no. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like this, um, this, he still needs the big win to, to cement yeah. him back in NXT. Yeah. And then, of course, Rhea Ripley beats Bianca Belair. Yeah. Well, that goes yeah. <laughs> And that's TakeOver. <laughs> <laughs> How many title matches can Bianca lose, though? Yeah. Now, I saw the clip of Bianca getting the upper hand this week, which yeah, we know what that yeah. means, but... But do, um, do Charlotte you, to maybe interfere in the, in yeah. the pay-per-view main event That's a, do you have Charlotte interfere and make it a triple threat at Mania oh boy uh, I don't know I don't want that to be a triple threat I think you know the, the visual of Rhea and Charlotte face to face one to one it's kind of like how I didn't want Charlotte to be involved last year in the main event triple threat mm. You know, sometimes a feud just looks and feels better and bigger when it's one-on-one. Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you need that triple threat angle to get the dynamic right. But I think it would be a bit weird to have Bianca involved in this one. Personally, I physically she's ready as a, as a performer and her moves she can do. She's ready. I'm just not buying her character as being ready yet. Her promos are still nervy. She's still holding the mic too far away. She looks uncomfortable at times, you know, presenting herself. So... I think she could do it another year of being the main woman in NXT because I don't think uh, Shane is there anymore and I don't think Rhea is going to be there for too much longer either. Um, she can have the final the run. Basically the Asuka or Bailey run that they had kind of where they were going to hold no, up NXT for a long time. Yeah. She needs the time of being the woman. Mm. And that's really and- what's going to give that character confidence. Rian has an outlandish uh, pitch here in the chat for the tag title side, side of things. 
So he says, Broserweights win the tag titles. Then all of a sudden, Mustache Mountain challenged the Broserweights for the tag titles at Mania Weekend. Oh. Fast forward to Mania Weekend. Last bit of the match. Riddle, our done turns on Riddle. Uh, so uh, British Strong Style win, and they have a heel British Strong Style with Mustache Mountain as champs in NXT. Oh, veins. Where are these veins? Just took it to my veins! <laughs> gotcha, bro. Thanks. Um, Wednesday Night War scorecard then. Uh, abstaining. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen the shows. Uh, it does sound like AEW. AW. Yeah. Yeah. Fitz? Yes, sir. Uh, undisputedly AEW this week. Undisputedly. So, current score NXT 12, AEW 8 in terms of our scores. And then AEW won the ratings again, so it's 16 4. Uh, both of the shows dropped this week a big one for AEW 100,000 or 111,000 people stopped this or didn't watch this week it seems weird Which is strange I don't know they, it, might, they might bounce next week though because apparently the show was so good this week so you never know might come back to them yeah I don't know if there was anything else on I didn't really look up to see if there was anything clashing or if everyone just went to watch the Lego or whatever it was last week <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but did they win the demographics oh, I'm sure probably they did. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over 50s. So that was a weird Got thing, actually, to see 50s. that. Uh, Triple H said during the week that he needs that he needs NXT to appeal more to a younger crowd. So he's obviously acknowledged the fact that the, the demographics are skewed against him. And obviously, as things progress, that's only going to exacerbate the problem of them not appealing to the younger market. So... I would look to see NXT possibly being a little bit more edgier slash flippy slash something to make it cooler to the younger crowd. He out is that what they're doing with the big time? Is though. that what they're doing with the bruiser weights with the comedy segments? Yeah. Maybe possibly I'm starting that. Like, uh, I, I feel though that he did also mention it, like the fact that they're adver- where they're advertising NXT is you know on Raw and SmackDown, where mm-hmm. the older crowd are already watching. Mm. So. Yeah. The target market that you're technically advertising towards is already the older market. Yeah, you got them on lock. So, yeah, I guess not a bad thing to have. But again, if you're an industry where you're kind of service industry, like the, the sports entertainment is, you know, markets tend to move as demographics get older. So you need to get in as early as you can, as young as you can. That's what hooked in us in when we were kids is the attitude era. You know, and we stayed with that through our careers or, or through our lives. I was already there. I was watching old bald men fight each other in front of a hundred thousand. God, you're a very old man. I keep forgetting. <laughs> a very old man. Uh, so they yeah. were out there scratching and clawing and just trying to not die from cocaine overdoses. It was <laughs> great. Abort, abort. So, so, so assuming that they they fix that you know the advertising and they can start advertising to younger crowd. What changes can they do to the show? To make it more cocaine to the younger crowd, lots of cocaine. So the key was cocaine and promos. No, that, with you're, a, you're aiming for the younger crowd. Ketamine, ketamine. So you want to get ketamine, MDMA, what? and all that shit, and just send them out there, and then shake them, shake okay. them before they go on camera, push them in front of Kathy Kelly, RIP, and just let them talk utter shite. But yes, Nick, what 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 is a ketamine? It's an old old, old wooden old, ship. Old wooden ship. There we go. Another week done. Right to stuff, Hey, lad. Hey, hey, right hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. We need to spend a good solid five to ten minutes here. Becky and Shayna. Oh, Becky and Shayna. Yes, of course. 
Fitz, I loved it. I know you weren't a big fan of it. I so hated it. Becky beat Asuka, and then she's celebrating, she, and then Shayna attacks, and then she bites the back of her neck, and she's pumping blood. Why? I loved it. Okay, so I'll tell you why I liked it. So you could have debuted her beating a jobber or beating a generic other women's wrestler that never wins any matches, number four. Or you could have her go and take out the man and not just beat her, not just make her tap out or submit her, just savage her. Yeah. Literally bloody her up. I loved it. Oh, no, I completely agree with all of that with the tiny exception of the bite. Okay. Why the bite? Savagery. Because she's a savage. No, there's just there was absolutely no need for she's the bite. Clearly, Gangrel's long lost niece. Mm-hmm. And she's sister Abigail. It, it ruined it for me because everything was perfect. The surprise attack, the beat down, and you know you could have done that a hundred different ways, and I would have loved it. But the bite. But it'd be the same. It'd be like you'd done it a hundred times. I enjoyed it because it wasn't the same. Beats the champion down I'm here this is my house now holds up the belt challenger at Saudi super show by all means you know do something different and I, I applaud them for doing something mm. different I give them credit for that but just a bite it was just so left field that I just can't get behind it because you know it doesn't fit into who we watched as Shayna for the last three years on NXT why is she coming up to the main roster and biting someone you know if she was debuting and she is, maybe maybe like, okay, she just maybe. normally loves biting, but she—that's why she has the belt guard in, just to stop her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just <laughs> mad about biting. Yeah, oh, I don't but know. But the thing is, like, if if it wasn't, if it was just the case, she just bet up Becky, and was that no one would be talking about? It. Yeah. Oh, they would. Not not people no, were not to this people though. People were chomping at the bit, pun intended, for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and it would it would have got over. Becky would have been able to carry it on the promo. They could have done some sort of beatdown. Shayna could have come out with some sort of uh, kendo stick or did something or snapped her arm or, you know, smashed her arm off the ring post. There is a whole host of different things she could have done which would have had the same visually impacting, uh, visual impact of, oh, my God, did she really just do that to Becky? Oh, my God, how is this going to play out? But a bite just was so fucking weird to me. I I didn't mind the bite. The only thing that threw me off is the amount of fake blood that was everywhere. There was a lot of fake blood. A little bit. It's like had a bit of, just a bit around her mouth as opposed to everywhere on her face. Yeah. I think it, it But that was the thing. You, better. you got this visual of this girl coming up and just her face covered in blood. And she'd attacked the champion. Mm. Just a savage. And I, I loved it because they're, tr- they're, t- they're treating Shayna the way she should be. She's a, she's special. She's a threat. She is fucking ridiculously good. Here's, and Becky has had the title for 10 months now. Here's a question. And she's beaten everyone. I, I can't remember who I saw on Twitter say it, but if you are only watching the main roster and you Ugh. somehow had avoided completely watching Shayna Baszler, I don't know how you managed, but you did. And this was your first time seeing this person come on your TV screen, pun not intended, and you see her biting the champion who is the most over person in the female division ever. What's your reaction going to be to that? The fuck. She, yeah, exactly. And I don't think gonna that's be a good the fuck. No, to Intrigue. Be fair, they've they've got mm-hmm. enough time that they can, you know, make it work. But I just thought they could have done the first story differently and had a similar impact. 
No, you see, you're, you want Finna Gael. Vince went Sinn Féin here. <laughs> exactly. Like, this will bring people back to vote the second to, yeah. uh, to check out what happens next week because they want to know what happens here. Yeah. And Becky, Becky went to bid Gran, fucking Grand Theft Auto afterwards as well. She, <laughs> she drove herself to the local medical facility. Oh, no, she called it a hospital. It's okay. She did. She said the word <gasps> hospital. She broke the rules. That's because she's from Ireland. Bringing back bells. Bringing back she hospital, you know. Yeah, that's it. She's that from Ireland. She doesn't understand me. these Yankee ways. <laughs> that bitch bite me. And she kept saying it. Oh, so good. That bitch bite me. I will show Kira this. Good times. Kira yeah, doesn't oh, like actually, Becky, That's though. one thing. We need to get Kira's reaction to this because I think that would be gold. Listen yeah, to her I'll last have week have was it. quality. Yeah. Um, Becky, or Becky, Kira. Why don't I like her again? Oh, you said she was a bit of a tramp. I don't know. I know. It does sound like you, to be fair, but <laughs> Becky's lovely. She's a lovely woman. To be fair, you probably didn't, but I think you did. Wait, who was she engaged to? She's engaged to, oh, uh, not Rollins. to Seth Rollins, your hated man. She hates Seth Rollins with a passion because she she, what, she, what he did to her, to her boy, Fergal. Mm-hmm. Fergal's in NXT now. Is the, is the young Finn Balor, nearly 40. <laughs> the young lad, Fergal. <laughs> He's what? Yeah, he's gone a bit mad. He's after going back to developmental. Yep. That's after wrestling around the world for 20 years. <laughs> that's what all the riding will do to you. Yeah. But the woman that left WWE today is his former girlfriend, Kira. Look up. Kathy Kelly, look her up. I'm telling you. Oh, lads. Oh, she'll, she'll make you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The AR just got a horrible offside call in the Premier League tonight. Oh, there's football on tonight. Wolves and Leicester. Wolves got robbed of a goal. Prepare for Twitter outrage. Oh, fantastic. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about, really, is there? What else? Anything else on Raw that jumped out, really? They kind of saved it for Becky, didn't they? Joe was back, but he's always back and then injured. That's Joe. So that's neat. Um, Kevin Owens with the sign, telling the fan to turn the side. That was quite funny. There was a sign turned upside down and it and it was okay. And he just goes, Is that not last just turn a little bit. Could be. It's they all blend in together, my friend. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have been fighting each other for three years at this stage. True, true, true. So what's your uh, the Monday Night Jimmy? Messiah thing? Oh. oh, smooth Jimmy for tonight. Yeah. Oh God, what's even happening on SmackDown this week? The date. The date. Oh, Is the Otis date. going to get Hulk it in? Hogan. There's a women's title Hulk match. Hogan. Oh God. Carmella do, you, do any of ye have one before I pick mine? Do any of ye have a smooth Jimmy's lock of the week? Roman can, and Baron. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, wait a minute, sir. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. Go on. Roman and your man Baron do things again. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. I think it's a big lock. Mm-hmm. He's got a mystery partner or something tonight, oh, Roman. Really? I, I did. I yeah. Was. I saw this today because people were on about Killer Cross. Maybe Killer Ross. No, he's not no. going to be Roman's secret partner. Not a chance. No. Um, <laughs> Rian, you filthy mind. We're on about pure love and wholesome interactions here with a funny fat dude and this gorgeous white girl. You know? But no. Otis polls Mandy on the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Ryan. Uh, oh, stop. I think um, something to do with them. 
Oh, I've got one. Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Tucker turns heel and <gasps> makes a play for Mandy. <gasps> I think that's where it's going long term. No, 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 no. Lock it in. Am I locking? I'm. Oh, I hate to do it. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. <laughs> Tucker's gonna start his play for Mandy. Okay, I'm gonna go the other way. <coughs> Excuse me. Sonia Rose. Sonia Deville makes the play <gasps> for Mandy. Ooh, that's a big <coughs> lock, all right. So that's what, remember that they wanted the the gay angle between them. This could start it, and she's always in the shot with Mandy every time. Oh, <gasps> Otis gets Tracem. <gasps> Ooh, it's a big luck, all right. Wait, wait, that wasn't even the right one. I am excited! <laughs> are back on Friday nights. Oh. Gary, you pumped. Otis, Tucker, Sonia Deville. Big old Threesomes are back on Friday night. Kiri, you pumped. <laughs> Global television. <laughs> Look up Otis, WWE. He's a lovely man. He's really good. He likes meat. Loves the steaks. times. And Loves the steaks. Steaks and weights. Big meaty men slapping meat. Good times. I did some laughing <laughs> to that. <laughs> oh, that New Day podcast is fucking glorious. Um Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um no Gordo for plugs. No. Well I do them myself or does anyone else want to give them a crack? You got this. <sighs> so this is a podcast and it's on the internet. And if you like listening to podcasts on the... Oh, Kira, you can do it. <gasps> come here a minute. Come here. Hey, you, come here a minute. If Gordo was here, he'd say, oh, oh, yeah. Like the Simpsons. Hey, you, come here a minute. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Anyways, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all of your favorite podcast apps. Or, you know, wherever you're hearing this, just literally just, like, go back to it again next Friday. Whichever. Just bookmark it. Subscribe. Leave, a, leave us an L Meltzer five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening to because it helps with something. We don't know quite what it is, but Jericho says at the end of his podcast every week, so I'm assuming it's important to do that. Hmm? And a review. And a review. Oh, look at this. So leave a review too. Is that important too, Kira? Is it? What does that give us money? Nothing gives us money. <laughs> will, it give us, will it give us Bluetooth? We want Bluetooth sponsorships. Oh, I uh, need to tweet that out. Roses are red, Chew is blue. We have a wrestling podcast not sponsored by Blue Chew. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, uh, we're also available on the Wrestling Soup Network um, with a pile of other shows, all wrestling-based, entertainment-based, music-based, everything you can think of. And, of course, obviously, um, subscribe to Wrestling Soup because it's probably the best wrestling podcast out there that isn't us. But, you know, also better than us. True. <laughs> so, um, thanks to them, as always. And then... Um, you can go to www.canvastheory.com and use code AWP, it's Alleged Wrestling Podcast, for 10% off your entire order. And they are currently shipping to the US and soon to be shipping to Europe. And Blue Chew. I just want to say Blue Chew, it's Valentine's Day. It's the season of love and we love your product. We haven't used it yet, but we'd like to sell dick pills to people. We started this podcast with one goal, sell dick pills to people who need dick pills. And here we are, two years in, not selling a dick pill. We're not selling any male under-the-belt grooming. all over the place. Flaccid penises everywhere. everywhere. And hairy ones, too, because we're not selling Manscaped. Because we need to get on that Manscaped bandwagon that are all using now as well. The something cutter 5000, we need to get that. So we need people with, with hard penises that are clean and shaved. Yeah. 
nothing better Manscaped than a pretty, Blue Chew. Nothing, nothing better than a pretty hard cock. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wants to sponsor us, that's the level we're at here. We're professional. Yep. Clean, hairless, erect penises. That's what we're about on oh, the imaginary <laughs> Oh my god, I hope my mother never hears this thing. Anyway, Dick Lawnmowers, that's it, Rian. The Lawnmower, the Lawnmower 5000 or something they call it. I keep hearing Salamaster talking about it. It's the tools, Nikki, for your family jewels. Mm. See there now, look. I totally invented that myself and didn't take it from Salamaster. Perfect. Yep. Um... I don't know if I have my outro. I do. Boys, anything else to say before we say goodnight all? Uh, XFL was good in the first week. All the matches, oh, yeah. I think. Good stuff. That's good. And shout out to the Dallas Renegades, you useless fucks. <laughs> uh, losing to those scummy Battlehawks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And we'll talk about it more next week, I think. going to OTT tomorrow. Going to have a great time. Oh, yes. Good. What's, what are you, oh, no, title no longer on the line mm. against Jeff Cobb. Because he's a filthy old elite wrestling guy now, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Jeff Cobb is not Irish. Well, he hasn't come up through the Irish system, and he doesn't deserve our title, as David Starr is saying. He himself being American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. But, <laughs> but anyway. Also, are um, are we getting mocks? Oh yes. Oh yes, it is. That's definitely Moxley for Scrapper Mania. I if am not. They use the logo. If it's not, that is some terrible, terrible advertising. <laughs> 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 Yeah, because I mean it's it's an O with an M and an X in the middle of it, and they used a clip from Moxley's video of him training where he had the uh, barbed wire on his fists. I mean it, it. I mean it'd be crazy if it wasn't him. Who else could it even be if it wasn't him? I can't even think of anyone. That's how sure I am that it's Moxley. <laughs> um, I hope that's not the only one. I hope there's something else too. I reckon there'll be one more surprise, big surprise for Scrapper. Oh. I feel like Osprey there will. Maybe? Okada. Okada. I don't because we're getting mocks. Wait, sometime no. I want. To, they can't afford sometime, that. Yeah, sometime I want Okada. Oh, God, oh, Okada, Tanahashi. We have Naito. Like. I mean, they op- they opened the door. You had Naito and Suzuki and all the lads there. The door is open. Just get Okada and Tana through it. Come on, Tana's was in the UK before. He must be insanely expensive. This thing. Imagine how the fuck do you book Okada? Like, what? The, how does that even happen? Um, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, say good Okada out Naito Tanahashi. Good. All right. Something. Wrestler. Okay. <laughs>